Well, good evening, everybody. I uh, hope everyone's having a great holiday season and uh, getting ready for the New Year's. Uh, we just really wanted to take a bit of time and wish the best to everybody and sort of go through a little bit of all the exciting stuff that happened in, in 2023 and talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2024. I know I have uh, Tony jumping on here, of course. Get, can't have a live without him in here. And all things, you know, the biggest fan of drifting in uh, Canada, definitely him and the voice of Spec D forever. So we'll wait for him to sort of log on and uh, and jump in here. Again, sorry, I was a little bit late, just working on some last minute schedule stuff that we will talk about here shortly again um, and get going as soon as Tony jumps on. See him in there. Come on, it's coming. Internet's coming. Let's go. Right on. Thank you. There we are. There we go. Sorry, we're a little bit late there. Just was uh, discussing some some last minute changes, uh, some things coming up for 2024. That's always exciting. So, whenever some never seems to end. As soon as the holidays are over, we get cracking on the <laughs> on the next year's stuff anyway. So. That's the uh, biggest myth in drifting is that there's an off season. There actually really isn't. Uh, it's nonstop, just work. It's nothing to do with drifting. It's more just planning and Excel sheets and graphics made here and there. But yeah, no, it uh, it doesn't stop on any front. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, twenty twenty three was one for the books. We had uh, you know back to a series format after a couple of years during uh, you know lockdowns and all that, where we ran shootout style. Um, and then going back to to a series format was was good and really nice to see a lot of people traveling, a lot of drivers from BC making multiple rounds in Alberta, drivers from the US coming up and driving with us. Um, I think that was probably the biggest highlight for me going into 2023 was just the participation of the drivers, maybe the variety and, you know, just a bunch of new faces and really uh, leveling up the the playing field i think for for the for the driving level in in our series what's maybe one of the standouts for you there tony yeah you know i got a few of these to go through um but i think just to really quickly summarize it for sure um just the return of the series uh format you know we had a lot of different storylines that we were chasing throughout each round which made it really exciting um you know that last round at uh, rad torque raceway way way back in yeah, it uh, seems like forever ago, and it just it hasn't really seemed like winter yet because we haven't really got a real snow yet, so right. it kind of feels like we're in limbo between the two seasons. Um, <clears throat> but more to my point, uh, just some of the storylines that developed throughout this competition year. Obviously, we had some big dramatic calls. We had some huge battles. We had some you know bigger spills, too, here and there. Um, kind of have to have that with drifting. Um yeah, no, it was just a crazy year and just uh, some of those storylines I would like to dive into when we get more into it tonight. But uh, yeah, no, just great, great season. Sure. Um, I, I think so too. I think something maybe was a, a big win for us was trying to do um, an Instagram live uh, the Wednesday following the event with the judges on so that people yep. could maybe ask about calls and we could kind of review some of the, some of the calls and, and uh, decisions that were made for an event. I mean, number one, holding ourselves accountable to to putting on a, a good show, but also making sure that, you know, drivers are getting the best, um, uh, the 
best calls that we can. I mean, of course, mm -hmm. we're all human. We're all watching for different things. But I think translating some of that um, between drivers meeting to the fans and then sort of holding that same line right through to the judges calls is important. And I think um, that was a good win. You know, it's not always the easiest to uh, to have people review the live stream and then, you know, ask you, why did you make that call? Didn't you see this? Didn't you see that? But, you know, as we all strive to get better, we expect, uh, you know, our drivers to be progressing. And, and I think for for the judges, um, this is a grassroots, uh, you know, we start off grassroots, but we do run it as as our pro series and all of the the, the judges used to be drivers. So we see it from a, from our own, maybe driving um, perspective and then just sort of translating that into our calls and making sure that everything is as fair as possible. Um, what, what was your sort of feedback on, let's, let's ju jump into a few of them. We got the competition sure. that we will, we'll dive into first and then we'll hit some of the grassroots style events that, that are always a huge success. Yep. So if you look at the competition side, what was your sort of feedback? You watch everything, you know, pretty much every single run of the day. You're up there in the judges tower. You obviously have been drifting a long time too. So you have your own opinions. What was your sort of feedback on that? Like calls that maybe you thought should go one way or the other. Did we handle them right? Was there something that, you know, was controversy that's still brewing in the background that, mm -hmm that has people bummed out or, you know, jaded going into the next year, or, you know, you have a different perspective. People maybe don't necessarily tell, tell me what they think about the judging, whereas they may <laughs> tell you a little bit more yep. and honestly what they think of the judging. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I have a really unique, uh, I guess, position within the spec D circus as it is. Uh, you get to be there the in between uh, the action, the judges and kind of, take it all in as it's all happening i remember a few times this year staring at you guys like what what are you guys gonna do <laughs> like you know i'll 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 talk and i'll wait for you guys but come on help me <laughs> um no but uh, you guys definitely had your work cut out uh for you i think for the most part all of the judging pretty on point for you know some of the uh driving that we saw this year i think that um i think it's a fair assessment to say that our driving level this year had to really demand more of our judges to step up their level of judging obviously sean yours as well um kind of just put you guys into new territory uh, i think we were faced with a lot of situations that we maybe not ha haven't seen before in previous years of competition um you know uh the past with uh, chris pollard jesse foot comes immediately to mind uh, mm -hmm. huge polarizing moment for the entire season um crazy crazy it's uh awesome but uh, if you look back in that, I think from the decision to go, you know, do the Instagram lives with the our whole community as it were, because, you know, drivers watch these, fans watch this, and, you know, that's not uh, an insight you usually get in other drift series. So I think that's really cool that we kind of champion that, put that at the forefront. And I was kind of thinking of it as you were saying, you know, not only are we – you know, creating accountability within ourselves, the judging team and the announcers and all of the uh, technical event staff too. But we're also at the same time, like educating and bettering both drivers and fans. So you get mm. that behind the look scene. You can kind of understand how some of those decisions are made. Um, I don't know if they're up on Instagram, but I know they are hosted somewhere else. If you go back and listen to those podcasts from uh, specifically the one after mission, um, pretty informative. You got to hear a lot of those calls uh, breaking down and um, 
you know, explained, uh, it's pretty cool to go into that and kind of have that uh, resource available to, you know, kind of everybody who's interested. Um, now, in saying all of that, too, uh, with that uh, level of driving that I mentioned that uh, is just, you know, increasing and getting crazier all the time, I think, like, we went from a smaller, maybe no one's series. I, I really feel like this year was the year that, you know, spec D got in front of a lot more eyes, like with, from just driving and like some of the crazy media that uh, has come out this year. I think it was kind of like our big glow up year. Any progression that we felt we had from 2018, 2019, obviously we had the lockdowns and stuff kind of paused that. Mm-hmm. I think all of that kind of returned to everybody who's got some stake in drifting this year. Uh, whether we saw, you know, new programs jumping on boards with drivers, uh, new sponsors uh, on the series side, you know, we saw our reach get bigger. We saw many American drivers um, come up and like I just saw the note on my uh, paper from round two. My biggest heartbreak of the year was not getting to see a guy like Tyler Mayer shred for us. You know, just a random F13 occurrence right on the start line. Coilover fell off of it, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Um, but it's things like that it's having this you know you know new reach american drivers coming in i think we're going to see a bigger surplus of them next year um you know local companies uh we talk about in length jv's how crazy it is five years you'd walk in there what's drifting what it is you know and then the previous five they're always down to help we got driver discount programs for all of our practice drivers all that which is pretty sick and um yeah so to just kind of summarize that um it just feels like like it was the spec D glow up year. Mm-hmm. Like we've obviously been putting in a lot of effort, a lot of time behind the scenes, you and I, everybody, Cecilia, the whole team, uh, drivers and their individual programs, stuff like that. And I felt like we finally maybe got like the exposure to the market and the wider internet knowing that uh, we rightfully deserve. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest win for the season. You know, that kind of was a long winded one, sorry, <laughs> um, but just good positive stuff. Yeah, no, I- I think so. Um, yeah, well, if you are interested in the live, you want to watch it and sort of look at our uh, ugly mugs, just sort of chatting back and forth. It is on on the Specty Instagram, so you just got to search over. We remove it from the grid. But then it's also published as a podcast. So anywhere you are looking for a podcast, type in Specty. It'll pop up, and absolutely every single episode is up there. Um, we try our best. We would really try to keep it live. And I, I know I get criticized maybe that we should do more editing, but... I like the live aspect of it where we can't really hide behind it through uh, post-production. What yep. we say we have to kind of stand behind it. Um, I, th- I think that is, is one of the important things that, that we can take away from, from this year was, you know, we can bring it up, Jesse Foote and, uh, and Chris Pollard, you know, sort of a controversial battle. Not really. They were just both driving really hard, really aggressive. And, I think that's probably, you know, a good criticism of the judging and also the delay of show in the amount of time it took us as judges to come to a decision to run the battle again. I think that's something that we as, uh, as judges can do better for the show, for the drivers as well. Um, one thing, you know, and, and we've talked at it with length with, with both parties involved, they would have rather just run it again instead of the big long delay and make it sort of like, create drama that wasn't there. Both drivers mm-hmm. are straight heads up guys. They want to drive. I think they'd always rather figure it out on the, on the track instead of like us deliberating and looking back at multiple replays of it. 
Um, when it's really that close to call, I, I think that is the fairest thing to do. Um, yep. And I think probably one of a, one of the good takeaways from that is going forward, especially since now that we do live stream all of our events, you know, shout out to all of our talented people that make, make the live stream happen. Uh, it's just sort of a, a brainchild that we go, Hey, we should live stream it. You know, Dave Sandal uh, and Dustin both put their heads together and figured a way to make it all happen. And, you know, basically them with an internet connection and some custom written, programming we put on a pretty epic live stream we didn't quite figure out the sound for our last round but i'm sure that we got that dialed for round one coming into the 2024 season um saying saying all that going into the live stream i think it's going to be important uh add a little bit more pressure to you as the announcer to explain what happened in the driver's meeting uh yes shout out to drone buzz of course for all the overhead view he worked hard in that as well um you know, but definitely going through and uh, explaining to the fans what happened in the drivers meeting and what exactly we are expecting from the drivers, because you know, epic drifting can look great, but we have certain points and zones that we want the drivers to fill. They all know that, but sometimes it's lost in you know when you're just watching the video, some guy can look really epic and driving wild, but he may miss some zones or miss a clip point or initiate late that those small mistakes is what can decide the battle. And I think that's maybe one of the more exciting things as we see the progression of driving um, is how close the battles are that we're looking for mistakes, not necessarily the huge advantage from one driver over the other. Um, uh, FD's been doing a great job. They've been putting up a ton of replays from like their archives they're putting up. And our drifting, you know, that we saw in the Spec D series, you know, is better than, you know, the old school drifting that they used to run in the Pro Series at FD. Um, it's closer tandems, uh, the car builds, the skill is just there. I think that's probably, you know, our biggest takeaway from it is how great the driving is. I mean, we put so much work in on the backside of it, you know, months and months going into an event. And then once the first couple of laps are turned, you know, we're cheering, we're, you know, so excited to see the progression of, of the drivers, uh, the skill, the builds, everything is just uh, really what takes the series to that pro level in uh in canada so really excited for that um two points else uh, that you can yeah i was gonna say two points uh, kind of pick on there but pull apart so i think it's good that uh you know mission kind of went the way it did it's kind of like r d with a race car you know you have to go out and you got to beat the crap out of it purposely see what breaks see what's you know needs to be changed to support some of the mods to see what like that in relation to us you know it's to see you know, what do we need from our judges to better decide these battles? What do we need to do to help our drivers mm -hmm. and help our community understand some of the calls that are made? So that's why I think it's really good to be in a position where we're at, where we've made some of these changes, have seen what's worked. And like I said, we had some drivers that really pushed the ability of our judges this year. And, you know, it, you know, you guys all had to level your game up alongside them to, you know, judge these crazy battles that we're starting to see. And I was kind of thinking of it a little bit uh, while you're going on there. 
is, you know, where we didn't see necessarily a lot of growth, maybe from 21, 22, just trying to float on as the, you know, the world did. I think we've seen now like almost three seasons worth of growth in a single season between each round. And we can kind of pick that apart with, you know, everybody showed up round one Stratotech. Yeah. We did a really good job. Maybe we destroyed a little bit of the track. Maybe depends who you ask, but, um, you fast forwarded to the last round of at uh, Rad Torque Raceway. Not a lot of you know track offs from what I recall. Not a lot of damage to the track and stuff like that. So it really showed you that you know we're we're not taking just anybody anymore. It is more of a dialed competitive run. Uh, kind of just like looking over some of the scores too. Um, just have my notes strewn out in front of me. Um, you know, we see common high 80s, uh, low 90s a lot. And I remember pretty vividly from previous specties, we, we didn't see that. Um, so we really had a crazy expansive year. And I think that's uh, pretty evident, too. Even if we go back, watch the mission live streams from uh, when we started there, 2020 to this year. It's yeah. insane. You see just how, I don't know, crazier the driving was the drivers are always crazy admission but you go back and watch this year and it has that feel like a pro level event like it, it kind of really has stepped into spec d pro drifting and like it is a professional series that we are doing at a grassroots level which is pretty cool because mm-hmm. we still have it open still have it a community-based focus but um yeah just i think the way the show progressed the way the driving progressed, the way our judging and our interactions progressed this year kind of really thrusted it into that more kind of like professional spotlight, if you will. And just, yeah, couldn't be more proud of our uh, 23 season, honestly, from just what we were able to accomplish and what we were able to do with it. Uh, Couldn't be more proud of the drivers that drove in it this year. I think everybody threw everything they had at it, plus a little bit more. Um, You know, we had just crazy stuff and like, Tops off to our all of our like staff, our volunteers out there on some of those tracks this year. It was it was hot, you know. Like judging by the warm weather we're having still in winter, it hasn't cooled off yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It was just a big year, so I think that's just the point I'm trying to really send home here. Yeah, no, and I I think so. I think a lot of the spotlight does go to a ton of the drivers that are maybe you know really at the top of their game, shooting for that that license. Um, but I think also just to the um, a bunch to maybe our new drivers that have come in, um, sort of watching their progression as well. You know, I always think of, of Brandon Kremp. Um, you know, Angus as well sort of came out. Some there's some guys that you know they didn't get a ton of uh, time either. You know, just fighting some small, uh, you know, battles with the car, battles with setup etc you know finding the right gearing and then also just getting into the pressure of of the competition but you know you got to give a shout out to to some of them that you know at least they they make it out to all the rounds and they don't give up you know and it sort of goes back to you know maybe just an older mindset you know where not everything is is guaranteed that first you know the first event you're not guaranteed that you're going to make it up on the podium or even qualify it's part of that learning curve that is definitely something you know that we don't really see we see drivers that already have experience sort of come in but some of the newer drivers that have sort of stepped up into competition we have to also recognize them their determination and you know 
it, it's part of drifting. It's part of, you know, growing how you're, how you're competing and, and enjoying that competition aspect. So, you know, I always give a, a big shout out to, to any of the rookies or maybe the people that, you know, aren't sitting at the, you know, the top eight all the time, but there's some of those people that are still developing their skill, developing the car uh, set up and, you know, they may not have a simulator set up or something like that, or may not have something that's uh, making it easier for them to do. So, you know, a big shout out to them for, for, for doing it for sure. Yep. It's uh, no longer just a, like a show up and drive and uh, expect mm-hmm. to do well kind of deal. It has definitely changed the game the way it is played up here. And I think that's, uh, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool to see where it's at. And uh, yeah, obviously, you know, big props to the guys that uh, maybe don't have limelight, don't uh, spend a lot of time in the competition. Just, I just don't think I saw anybody this year just give up, you know, nope. everybody nope. was there each run, they taking what they can from it. And like, you know, you love, you love seeing that. It's, uh, it's really refreshing to see, you know, everybody's still, you know, there for the love of it. Cause I think we all love it. And I think that's why we were there at the first place, but the guys that are still hungry for it too, you know, they don't, not taking that like low qualifying score is like, Hey, that's it. Like, this is where I get better. This is where I get from, you know, even thinking uh, back to Jace uh, when uh, I think it was Carlton and Jace, one of the, one of the two guys, I had heard a story this year that, you know, the day of competition and work for them. So they're still doing like five minute practices in the pits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just working on that program and just bettering yourselves in like different ways and avenues. Then obviously everybody jumping onto the simulators this year. Um, huge crazy expansion for us even right we see formula drift just kind of now really taking that big step into it and we feel like we're right there on pace with them uh you know yeah. shout out to Justin Electromania running all of the uh, uh online competitions for us this season we do have a third round coming up in uh January as well so check all the specs socials for information on that hope you're out, out for that um but it is moves like that that just show you that, yeah, we're getting bigger, we're getting rowdier. And this isn't even mm-hmm. touching on the fourth edition of Straddle Bash. This isn't even touching on, like, you know, the grassroots series this year, which, again, just mind-blowing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Big, what can you say? 2023, I think, was one of the, the best spec seasons I think I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of. And just in terms of just tangible growth things, I think we hit on a lot of different metrics, buddy. All right. Well, hey, let's switch off of the uh, competition side of it because, you know, we have made our, our announcement. We talked a little bit about that with Dustin a couple of weeks back and sort of, you know, we discussed our, our three um, round competition with the double header, sort of finalizing it in mission. But, you know, if you do get onto the website, you will see that there is quite a few uh, events. We got, you know, a ton of uh, open drift events um, and sort of scattered within those as well as some some grassroots as events as well. And there is a couple changes that will be coming. We're working on another Saturday date um, for Rad Torque Raceway. So we're going to pick that up and maybe move one of the grassroots days to be a Saturday event. Um, the grassroots series has really sort of been something that has grown enough to where it needs to stand on its own and gets its own dedicated sort of track time where it's not piggybacked behind the the pro series. And that's been a really big addition, you know, uh, to spec B as well. Um, I think it's, uh, I think it's great to see. I see somebody jump in there. 
Uh, yeah, I saw the uh, Mission 2024 schedule. I think that's more just for the uh, Titanium Drag Strip. So it should be announced soon that we are on the schedule. We are locked in for that as well. So guaranteed, we'll be we'll be there. No worries. Schedule for that um, is uh, July 12th, 13th. Those are the days. And then also we have the fun day on the 14th. Sorry, just answering the question there on the live. So I think the grassroots has been good. A bunch of the open drift. And again, you know, shout out to JB's Power Center. They're the guys that, that really step up behind it, sponsor the series completely and, and really make the, uh, the open drift affordable. I mean, we're going into 2024. I'm not sure what you can get for 50 bucks anymore, but you know, it basically it's a four to five hours on the track with us on Thursday nights out at Rad Torque Raceway. So that's pretty cool. Um, again, let's talk, uh, you know, we got some bash events going. Of course, we got Strato Bash looking to add a little bit of Friday night to that. I know we had teased about it last year. Didn't really work out just with uh, scheduling and time constraints and working with the county. But this year, it's looking like we'll be able to add some Friday night fun, kick off the weekend properly, and absolutely, uh, you know, get more track time than anybody can, can possibly use between the three days. So I think it's going to be excellent. Um, Maybe what was your sort of um, idea about uh, the grassroots and some of the, you know, bash style events that we ran this last year? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, for grassroots, it's nice to see it, that it's just an evolution of Bro-Am, essentially. I remember begging you about this, like, back in 2017, something like that. Like, hey, like, we need something for Thursday guys to compete in. We just need to, yeah. like, we want to see who's crappy cars faster too like we want to see <laughs> we yeah. want to progress like that so from going from just the like all right we'll run it on a thursday night kind of deal to now you know it's going to actually take a saturday spot on our calendar is just a huge again huge jump up in progression right. and just seeing that we have enough drivers now to fill out like a whole kind of think of it as a separate series almost um but that's pretty cool so pretty excited to see that come to fruition on saturday I uh, hope I can drive and announce the same thing. So yeah, see we'll how just, it works. We'll just mic you <laughs> yeah. up in the car. I'll run. I'll um, That's fine. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, I, I think if there's a chance for you to drive some of those events, yeah. that's also good too. People enjoy seeing you drive. Um, I, I think that that's, <laughs> that's one of the cool things too, is that, it, you know, we, uh, a lot of the people that work in the series got a lot of street cred in that they actually drive. They know what they're talking about. It's not just us, uh, um, sort of sort of spotting off our opinions or something like that we can usually back it up on the track or at least uh give it a good try um yeah I, i'm i'm always surprised with uh with strato bash how big it gets is bigger and better every single year um covid years were were sort of a unique thing where everyone was sort of just surviving and everything wasn't really thriving but this year and last year everything being opened up and really seeing you know pack stands a ton of people, you know, parking lots full, yeah. drivers enjoying themselves. And really, I think the drivers really came into their own and the event as a whole ran a lot smoother and on its fourth iteration than it did in years past. So we learned how to stay on the track this year. Great. <laughs> uh, no, 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 they no, didn't no, learn how what? to stay on the track. They, they still, <laughs> they still smush the fast. Yeah. They are creative they, with uh, our off. <laughs> right. They, you know, those who went off really went off. Yeah. Um, 
you know, <laughs> and it's nothing again, the people that went off and, and come and say, apologize and make it right. Those guys are number one in my book. Uh, there's still a couple of people that hit the fence and still haven't owned up to it. So, you know, it always comes back and, and whatever, at the end of the day, we're still, we're still <laughs> going to be there. And, uh, you know, we just got better plans going into it, you know, for the, for this fifth year of Stratobash. Um, you know, and just looking at some of the other things we got going on, uh, demos and stuff like that. You know, we did a, a season opener with Stratotech as well, where, you know, we did that last year where we had the bikes out, um, our road race guys doing their thing, uh, even some go-karts out there. And then of course, drifting was out and putting on the show and, you know, that's again, going to be going on. Uh, we're looking at doing, you know, another demo in August, working with Rad Torque on that. Um, another thing that we did for the first time this year was sort of do a, a drag and drift night together, um, where, you know, one, one ticket gets you basically in and you can run on the drag strip or you can run on, you know, drifting as well. And that really, you know, maybe elevated the, the experience for drift guys, because we could both run both, but whereas we didn't see so many of the drag race guys, maybe drive their cars on the track because yeah. they're very specifically set up for drag race. There was a lot of crossover in giving rides to, you know, people that were either drag racers or their family or something like that and just exposing it. And I think that's something that uh, is, is really important as a motorsports community, just to celebrate motorsports as a whole, you know, whether you're, you know, your disciplines, autocross, road racing, rally, drifting, drag racing, whatever it is, I think it's, it's a mutual respect that's really elevated. And I got to give the big shout out, of course, to, to Strato for, for doing that as well, you know, where they get us together all the same day, Rad Torque for doing the specific drag and drift days where we do have a couple of those coming up. I'll jump into those a little bit later. And then Mission Raceway, you know, traditionally, uh, really strong in the drag race community and really strong with drag racing and mission, but taking on the whole road course aspect and drifting and making it into something that, you know, is basically, you know, the big marquee event where it's three days, we basically take over the entire, you know, area of mission and show off drifting to everybody in the community. And it's, it's been amazing. Um, anything you want to add on that before we sort of talk a little bit more about the Dragon Drift stuff we got going on with Rad Torque? Yeah, um, you know, excited to hear that we're going to be doing another opener with Stratotech. A uh, great facility out there. It was really fun uh, kind of to get to, you know, be a part of it uh, early on in the season there. Got to call out the drifting, all of the uh, uh, different activities going out on track. So hope we can jump up there again and mm -hmm. do that. Um, that was great. And yeah, like you said, you know, a huge shout out to all of these tracks that uh, host our madness over the years. And it's very nice to see how, you know, we've grown alongside them. They've grown alongside us. And it, uh, again, just speaks to everything I was talking about on my side of it today. Whereas you just see the positive growth and progression and things. And you can see that by, you know, the people that come to the track. It used to just be, you know, closed drift friends, people they knew. Now we're getting complete strangers that, hey, I saw this off the highway. This looks crazy. What is this? You know, I think that was like the number one conversation I had, like just poking around uh, this year, which was really cool. 
So you can see that it's growing and that you can see that it's touching new people that uh, have never seen it before. Come out, check it out. So that's cool. And it's just, uh, you know, all thanks to these fantastic racetracks that we're partnered with that us uh, out there. So thank you all of them. Um, final note on the grassroots series sides of things. Um, yeah. Some crazy step ups uh, there from some drivers. Um, Quinton comes to mind. Uh, him watching him and his dad compete this year was pretty mm -hmm. fun. Uh, he was really pushing it out there. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I think it's a it's a good thing. I think it's the right uh, direction to keep uh, you know getting more younger drivers into that competition mind, giving them a little bit of a taste for it. And I think we're going to see a lot more drivers because of efforts like that. And I uh, can't wait to see where we go for it in uh, 2024. Yeah, and I, I think that is it's a it's a good testament to the testimony to the community that comes out on Thursday night, you know, their responsibility and their um, safety mindset really did make it something that allowed us to open up our Thursday night drifting to allow some, you know, slower paced, you know, uncaged tandem where guys can come out and drive and, and drive with, you know, their friends. But, you know, we haven't seen any incidents from that at all. People are really respectful and, and, taking care, which is, which is awesome. And I think that's just a testament to, you know, the attitude of the drivers. They really, you know, rein, rein themselves in and also, you know, control the community within themselves. You know, if there's new people coming in, it's the other drivers that really lay down, you know, the unwritten rules, the unspoken rules about respect to the facility, uh, taking your time and, and, you know, maybe not overdriving your skill level. So I think that's always been something really good to see. Uh, you know, I, and I think a lot of this plays into, you know, the ability for us to have the access to the track comes into the sponsorship. You know, we uh, always say sponsor, you know, work with the people that uh, definitely sponsor drifting, support the companies that see a value in it. You know, like we have multi-year deals with Yellow Speed Racing, uh, Grip Royal, you know, we've been uh, coming in five years with JB's Power Center, Heartland Ford, Pulse RV, you know, Devotion Tires out there all the time doing changeovers for, you know, the cheapest you can do at 15 bucks a tire. You, you, you can't get that anywhere else. Um, so we really have to thank them. Uh, if you head over to the website, you see anybody that's on there, click on their logo, takes to their, you know, Instagram, their website, whatever, give them a like, give them a thanks, you know, local community, local people as well, like LB DJ coming out, you know, hosting pretty much everything. Uh, Jeremy doing a great job, you know, providing the DJ equipment, creating the vibe. Of course, you, Tony, you know, you're always up there on the mic. People can guarantee that. <laughs> That they're going to hear you and it's going to be a good time. They're going to be entertained. And that's really important for us because, you know, it is such a wild sport that, um, you know, the way that we present it and our team sort of just comes in, that's what's really grown it in Alberta. And I think, you know, throughout Western Canada is, is the show aspect of it. People come, they can guarantee they're going to have a, a good time with it and they will understand what's going on. And that's a big part of it due to the announcing and you may be explaining a lot of the stuff to them. So, you know, definitely huge thanks to our, to our sponsors and a lot of them are carried over into the 2024 season. So we're really stoked for that. Um, just carrying those people, they see a value in it and we really see a value in them. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, on my side of things, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to be announcing and having fun with the audiences and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody's been really super kind to me over the years and have put up with me. So I'll, I guess I'll do it for another year. Why not? Um, you know, okay, but if anybody here. wants to try, come on up. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if no, anybody no, wants no. to try it yeah. and, uh, and, and work with, with you on it, I mean, yeah. it's just so many people with the, with the towns in your community are wearing so many hats Yeah, uh, work, <laughs> working with us. I mean, we take from our driver's pool to, to help with things you know like i think lane weber kind of stepped back from the competition side and really filled the need for us in the tower to you know look after scoring looking after a bunch of stuff that we do in the background you know and it's a sacrifice on his part um you know to sort of step back from the competition side of the at the pro level and really you know for the love of the sport and to see it grow he felt like it was a good spot for him so you know, you got to look at that. Uh, of course, you know, you hosting this with me and uh, being the voice of all things drifting, no matter when and where they are, it seems to be, you know, takes a ton of weekends in the summer. And, you know, we always appreciate that. You know, Dustin basically puts out like a pretty epic uh, catalog um, showcasing drifting. Like it's a, it's not much stuff in print form anymore. So, you know, like we encourage everybody, if you're a fan of drifting, get one of those coffee table books. Yep. It's important mm -hmm. to keep it something to look back on. You know, he always pose, puts out a great calendar every year. Those are coming out soon. Grab those. It's sort of like a snapshot of, you know, what happened in the years past. And it's going to be something that we're all going to look forward to. You know, 2035, no more internal combustion engines sold in Canada. That's right. Um, <laughs> You know, if you look at my them all in first. <laughs> that's right. So I mean, it's it's something. It's it's crazy that uh, what changes can happen in a short amount of time. So, you know, that, that that's something for sure. Um, yeah. So I guess you know, uh, we we chatted about the pro side. We chatted about the grassroots side, um, the grassroots competition, and then of course all of our, um, you know, bash style events. Uh, but yeah, big thing was like, we just secured a couple of dates for, for drift and drags two for sure. July 4th, we have that locked in at rad torque raceway. It's going to be one price you get in, you can watch drifting, you can watch drag racing, you can participate in both. Um, and then also September 5th, we're going to be adding an extra date into our calendar for the open drift schedule. We needed an extra one in September. So we grabbed one more September 5th, we're going to do a dragon drift and those are Thursday nights. And then we're talking about trying to get something going in May where we uh, get in on a Friday night and do a drift and drag as well. And wow. yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's really good to uh, just to see, see that support from, from the local track, you know uh, it's, it's always, you know, unnerving when, when great managers and great owners sell a facility and you never really know what's going to happen you see everything in the news and lots of the people we watch on youtube are talking about all the tracks closing so it's really cool to see that another you know motorsports enthusiast bought rad torque raceway and it's it's continuing its upward trajectory of supporting drifting and and making things awesome in our local community so shout out to them definitely go follow them give them a like tell them you love drifting goes a long way for us as well Yep, that's 
it's uh, important to support those who support us. Uh, we ask a lot from them because we ask a lot of our cars because we do <laughs> a lot of bad crap to them. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's just important. Um, I think really quick, just uh, one more thought on my side, too. Uh, it was crazy to watch everybody bash this year. Um, you know, it wasn't my favorite to maybe just sit around and watch this year, but uh, had a lot of fun calling it out of the mic and stuff like that, but looking uh, looking equally forward to getting rowdy with everybody back on track for next year. That's, uh, that's my goal. That's what I'll be working on throughout the uh, winter months uh, to work on that, but uh, we'll get there. I know we will. So, yeah, just uh, really stoked to get back to the track next year and get back all on track with everybody, too. I'm just can't wait to be a part of the fun again, man. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's good. It's one of those things where, you know, it, it's a good attitude, I think, for a lot of the people, a lot of people that help out. You know, maybe they're in a, in a building up phase or just financially recovering from drifting as it is. So a lot of people that Never. are helping out on track are always the uh, are always the motorheads and the petrol heads that uh, that are in our community that, you know, love drifting and, and love all things like that. Um, you know, you got to think of uh, Tokyo from Fort McMurray coming down, always working recovery for us, looking after all that, um, you know, always stoked to have him out and, and driving and, you know, looking, making sure we're safe out there. And, you know, even talking with him after the event, sort of doing the recap, driving was a lot better uh, in 2024. No, we weren't easier on the facility or in 23, we weren't easier on the facility, but definitely maybe a few less people, you know, burying it up to the axles and the gravel traps. They were just, you know, a little less kind to the uh, dirt drops, but, all in all, the driving level has gone up and, you know, the, the skill level is, is great, even from everybody in the, in the grassroots thing. I was looking through our website and just looking at individual, you know, people who purchase from, you know, all the demos and different things like that, you know, and we're well over 200 individual people that come out and drive, you know, so it's not always the same people that make every event, but 200 unique people were out and driving, you know, whatever car they had and just enjoying drifting at every event that we run. So that's pretty, pretty exciting in our little world that uh, there's that many, that many people that love drifting and sort of dedicate a bunch of time to building up a car and coming out and celebrating with us. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really cool number. Actually think about it, that there's 200 people just operating yeah. drift cars somewhere in and around Alberta. And we see half of them at Strato Bash. So it just makes that event even more crazier. And I think, um, I think too, to see the monster that Strato Bash has morphed and changed into, just the more kind of like festival type like drift events. Mm -hmm. I think we get a few, few a bit louder music, few more vendors, few more things there, man. I think we're like right away from our own like backyard grid life essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, just the vibe of that weekend, I think is just really a testament to like kind of the direction Specty is going. And I think that's a, uh, it's a good goal to do it for another 15 years for myself. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh I'm still young and spry. I got some sort of energy left. <laughs> Don't let the bag deceive you, bro, guys. I'm actually really just going home. It's worked a lot. Um, hey, we're yeah, doing it until we get kicked out of every facility that we go to. We're, yeah. we're in it for the long haul. Um, it, it's it's great, you know, and, and really the support of everyone that's in it. Uh, you, you know, there it is really a, a family that, that comes out. I mean, we got together just for pizza here uh, last week. And, you know, I was surprised how many people showed up from the 
from the crew to sh get out on a on a Friday night and just come and enjoy some pizza with us. And it's always great to see that's really the family that puts it all on. So, you know, shout out to our team. Everyone knows who they are and uh, how much we appreciate them for sure. That's a big part of it. You know, definitely a, a family thing. And if you are a driver, you know, if you got, if you're a driver and you're a, a girl and you got your boyfriend, bring him along. He'll love it. And if you're a guy, make sure that you bring your girlfriend along too. It's very welcoming and, and the girls all seem to have a good time when they get together as well and all inclusive no matter what they're they're i don't know I'm, I'm i'm just stoked for for this year coming up i think we got some good things in the works that we can't really announce quite yet but there's going to be some you know some cool things coming along you know maybe You're some... not supposed to directly say this is a filler episode but uh, there you go cats out of the bag it's kind of that in between one <laughs> well this is a filler it's a little bit of a of a you know look back at the, yeah. you know you got to celebrate your wins and learn from the mistakes that we made in 2023 and i'm never too proud to say that there's mistakes made and uh, we're we're learned from it grown from it and uh, just planning on <laughs> planning on doing better well i mean that's it we want to do better. We want to put on a better show. Um, you know, we bump into a lot of people that went for ride-alongs at some different events, people from, from BC that, you know, go for ride-alongs and stuff like that. And I think that's something that we're going to develop into the 2024 season, you know, a little bit better structured ride-along um, process so that we can get more people into cars and drivers that want to give ride-alongs have that opportunity and make it just a little bit more streamlined for them. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, to the 24 season. I think it's going to bring great things. Anything you want to sort of add, add as we, we finish up here, if not, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, and we'll... I think that's it for me. Um, obviously just would like to say thank you for allowing me to drive in the demo this year. That was fun for all five laps that lasted. I really enjoyed, you know, seeing that RX seven get smaller in my rear view mirror. And I was like, Hey, that's, uh, that's cool. That's okay. cool. Turns out it wasn't sustainable, but it was pretty damn wild while it happened. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the way it goes. It's good. I, you know, it's, it definitely is. I think we do have some good demos and I think we bring a good cross section of people out to the demos. So, you know, it's, it's not always the big uh, expensive pro cars that need to be out sure. there. It's stuff that's uh, attainable, you know, like as these, I mean, your favorite car, the G35 is yep. uh, the all-time uh, winner it seems to be the the next car as bmws get more rarer yeah that's or just good. older so they're less that's reliable <laughs> down for anything no. this rear wheel drive no, manual or, <laughs> or can be converted to rear wheel drive and manual yeah. definitely are that's, welcome that, i think that's way better things. convert other cars to rear wheel drive what if we just yeah. challenge everybody no more bmw no more g's you just take it all away and then you convert whatever you have left to rear wheel drive. And let's see more of that. <laughs> well, hey, any, anything works as long as they're out there having fun and with a good attitude. That's, right. that's how we do, yeah. right? That's, that's what we're really looking forward no, to. I know I'm always harsh on the uh, BMW 3646 community and G35 communities. But at the end of the day, no, I still hate you guys. But, um, you know, it's nice to see you guys out <laughs> making up the numbers. <laughs> You know what? I, I always enjoy whatever's new coming into the uh, the season. I think we probably saw as many Mustangs out this year as we did. Um, Jesse Foot, big V6 Mustang guy now, apparently. That's oh, good. That's, that's cool. Like, but I mean, no, we looks saw... like a man who could love a good V6, for sure. We did, see a, we did see a lot of Mustangs out for, especially our Thursday nights. There's a lot of different right. ones that, that come out, 
you know, all the way from fairly new ones to some of the older ones. But it was nice to see there's more, of, more of them than G35s. Thank so God. It is a, it's, it's amazing <laughs> to see the cross-section of people that come out and, uh, and just enjoy it. And I think maybe that's the biggest takeaway from, from 23, and we hope that it goes into 24, is, uh, you know, the inclusion of everybody in the sport and that attitude of just uh, run whatever you bring. And it is, uh, it's a good part to be. It's a good community to be in. So, hey, schedule's up on the website. Um, sponsors are all there. Give them a shout out. Give them a like. Um, you know, do a little bit of research into the new owner of uh, Brad Torque. Go check out his car uh, museum in Edmonton. He's got pretty much a uh, yep. huge collection. Of, the auto branch. Yeah, auto. so you can go check yeah. that out. Yeah, he's got, uh, you know, cafe in there. Cool. Go go in there, see him. You know, if you got your Specty hoodie on, go wear it. Looks cool. Give him a shout out. Say you love drifting and they're out at Rad Torque. So it's always good to to sort of show and, and interact with that community. It's really good. Um, but yeah, all the best to everybody for the New Year's coming up this weekend. We uh, wish everybody the best. And of course, look forward to seeing everybody as we, we kick off our our season, you know, scheduled to uh, kick everything off um, just in May out at, at Rad Torque Raceway. So we look forward to seeing everybody there. With that, I'll sign off and say thanks for joining, Tony, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Happy New Year's, guys. See you next year. All right. Talk to you later.